Hello, my podcast family, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. It's Saturday. Did you put an extra uh, lump of sugar or teaspoon of sugar in your coffee or tea today? I hope you did something special to commemorate Saturday for yourself. Today, we're going to look at Psalm 69, and it is, it is another lengthy psalm, so I'm only going to read portions of it because it's 35, 36 verses. So right now I'm going to read verses 1 through 8. Reading from the New Living Translation. Save me, O God, for the floodwaters are up to my neck. Deeper and deeper I sink into the mire. I can't find a foothold. I am in deep water and the floods overwhelm me. I am exhausted from crying for help. My throat is parched. My eyes are swollen with weeping, waiting for my God to help me. Those who hate me without cause outnumber the hairs on my head. Many enemies try to destroy me with lies, demanding that I give back what I didn't steal. Oh God, you know how foolish I am. My sins cannot be hidden from you. Don't let those who trust in you be ashamed because of me, O sovereign Lord of heaven's armies. Don't let me cause them to be humiliated, O God of Israel. For I endure insult for your sake. Humiliation is written all over my face. Even my own brothers pretend they do not know me. They treat me like a stranger. Verses 13 and 14. But I keep praying to you, O Lord, hoping this time you will show me favor. In your unfailing love, O God, answer my prayers with your sure salvation. Rescue me from the mud. Don't let me sink any deeper. Save me from those who hate me and pull me from the deep waters. Verse 16 and 18 through 18 answer my prayers O lord for you for your unfailing love is wonderful take care of me for your mercy is so plentiful don't hide from your servant answer me quickly for i'm in deep trouble come and redeem me from my enemies and then i will close with verses 34 and 36 praise him O heaven and earth the seas and all that move in them. For God will save Jerusalem and rebuild the towers of Judah. His people will live there and settle in their own land. The descendants of those who obey him will inherit the land, and those who love him will live in safety. Oh no, our boy David is in trouble, is he not? Look how he opens the psalm with, you know, it's pretty obvious it's a lamenting psalm though, right? But David is in trouble. He's asking God to protect him in part from himself. Look at verse five. It says, you know, I am foolish. And then he asks that Israel not suffer because of the sin that he has done. What a testimony. That's an acknowledgement that he needs God. We all need God. Why? Because we all are foolish. David penned it. As wise as you may think you are, you are not. The fools of this world are the ones who think that they have it all together. We do not. The wise are the people who know left to their own devices, they would screw things up each and every time. That would be me. (laughs) David has apparently gotten himself into a bit of a fix, and now he's running to God for assistance. And from verse 16, he wants God to answer him. But in verse 13, he lets us know his frustration with God which I find really interesting. I'll read it for you. 
It says, but I keep praying to you, O Lord, hoping this time you will show me favor, right? So he's frustrated with God because God hasn't answered him. He says that he'll keep on praying. And that's where I want us to park. When we have prayed and God hasn't responded, what do we do? What do you do? We're to do as David did and keep on praying. That we can emulate from our brother David. But what I don't want us to emulate are verses 29 and 30. And they read, I am suffering and in pain. Rescue me, O God, by your saving power. Then I will praise God's name with singing and I will honor him with thanksgiving. Hmm. What do you think about that verse? It's an if-then statement. If God delivers him from the pain, then he will praise him. Is that what we are to do? Uh, hold our praise and thanksgiving from God until God acts in a manner we, we want? I don't know. And we don't know the pain that David was undergoing. We don't know if it was a physical pain or if he was speaking metaphorically for the pain of the situation that he finds himself in. But nonetheless, he sounds like a spoiled kid giving God conditions, right? We can't solicit a response from God that way. What lamenting Psalms have showed us thus far, the ones that we've already, you know, looked at, is that we can go to God with our grievances, that God listens and that he will answer. However, we are not to give God conditions. Have you given God some conditions? I know you may think that you haven't, but we all have. They sound like this. If you heal my loved one, Lord, then I will fill in the blank. Or if God grants you a promotion, if I can just get this promotion, Lord, then I will. If you win the lottery, then you will. If God provides you a husband or a spouse, then you will fill in the blank. See, we're all very much like David. But how often do our if-then statements prod God to work? They don't, do they? God wants us to walk by faith, not by sight. And if-then statements aren't walking by sight. You see, God has answered your prayer, so then you will trust him or believe or whatever it is that you told him you will do. That's not walking in faith. You're, you've, you're waiting for him to prove himself before you you walk by before you trust him let's not be spoiled children with our God who proves himself over and over to us that he is good and that he is trustworthy no let us make up our minds that we will be mature and trust God to learn to praise him and to be thankful to our God no matter what our circumstances are or we find ourselves in to not intentionally put ourselves um, in harm's way or to do things that get us, you know, knee deep in or neck deep in water as, as David describes himself in this psalm. But sometimes, you know, we find ourselves that way. But let us wait patiently for God to answer us. And while we are waiting patiently for him, let us wait with a good attitude, trusting God, knowing that in his timing, he will answer us. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for being a good God and for showing us that we just can't come to you 
any kind of way that we cannot give you ultimatums or if then statements you want us to walk by faith and so we ask that you help us to do that to once again not look at the situation of our loved one who we are taking care of and the disease may be progressing not looking at the situation of caregiving that our dreams are on hold and 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 they seem to be slipping away but to just trust you to relinquish and trust you and know that everything will work out in our good bless those who are listening today father let them have something special done for saturday to let them know that you love them and that you're with them this we pray in jesus name amen all right my podcast family enjoy your weekend minister the act of caregiving in the name of jesus and we'll be back on monday bye